you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The Pittsburgh Steelers with home field advantage. Hold on. Give us your record. Give us your record. record. <laughs> 13 and 3 Shush. is the final. Oh, we, were, oh, we didn't think we even didn't you could close. go that. Come 13 on. And three. Thirteen and 3. 13 and 3. Coach yeah, Tomlin's bugaboo. Hank and I had 12 and 4. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to a new year. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. It happened. Impossible dream? Hardly. When Dave Damashek tells you what the Steelers' record's going to be before the season kicks off, you should be listening. You shouldn't be doubting. You heard Matt Money Smith. You heard Cindy Freeland. You heard Handsome Hank. All now red in the face, Damashek. Up on cloud nine, I can barely make it out because I did it again for the sixth straight year. I told you what the Steelers' final record was going to be. And so it came to pass. Like Landry Jones against the Cleveland Browns in Heinz Field, I have done it. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. And like I say, to a whole new year. But we can worry about the year in general. Right now, we have to focus in on the most important kind of football, playoff football, seated to my immediate left to help us do that. A guy who's not just one team. He's got a couple of teams in the dance here. Two out of 12, a fascinating Super Bowl that he has predicted already. Rams v. Jaguars. Why? Because he is the radio voice of the Rams and, of course, a longtime Jacksonville Jaguar in the conversation for the greatest player in that franchise's history, as a matter of fact. Much to get to, but let's start off by saying hello to our pal and Happy New Year to Maurice Jones-Drew. Straight out of old blood, that's where he's born and grown. Drafted by the Jaguar, addicted to the end. Enough! You're addicted to the end zone. Is Blake Bortles too hooked on uh, throwing picks and 
pick sixes, though, for the Jaguars to be relevant in January 2018. Maurice Jones-Drew, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jake. Yeah. Do you want to say something to me? Happy New Year. Oh, but say something else about what we were talking about a couple minutes ago there. Oh, about you uh, picking the record? Yeah, what about that? Six times in a row. Where's my parade already? I thought there would be I thought there would be uh, the, the, the rose floats in a marching band and I don't know what else. Well, uh, people flipping batons around. You need to talk to Steeler Nation then. Steeler Nation, me. nothing. I've been listening. Talk to me. Th- I'm not Steeler Nation. So I, listen, I'm, it I'm has nothing the, to I'm do with. I'm part of the Jaguars and the Ramley. All right. Well, I also guess what? I also said the Philadelphia Eagles. It's not like it's only about the Steelers. I said the Eagles were going to win the division. You're I, welcome I, for I that said, prediction. I said the too, Chiefs were going to win the division. All right. Well, that's not as that's not as savvy. I said the Chiefs were going to beat the Patriots week one. That is your best prediction of 2017. That was pretty good stuff. No, I said I got other. I got one much. I said Mercedes Lewis was going to destroy Baltimore in London, and I said he's going to score three touchdowns. You did. You said he's going to score three touchdowns in that game, and you got that right. Not as good as predicting the Steelers' record six straight seasons, but still noteworthy. Well, I guess you have consistency. I mean, I, I can't believe how mild your uh, no. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. That's that's remarkable what I'm I did. Ec- I'm ecstatic. That's remarkable. I'm ecstatic for you. That's what I want. My parade. That a handshake won't. Well, you know, you know what I want though, what? and I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go back to it. Eddie Spaghetti. I still want my trophy for winning Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's fair. You know, if what? he gets we a made... parade, this that was three months ago, four months ago. I won that thing. Here's the things we have to talk about. Of course, we have to figure out what's going on with the wild card. We have to figure out who's going to the Super Bowl. We keep talking about that. I have a fascinating list of uh, possible matchups we could see here. Of course, it is, uh, as we record here, the the head coaches. I think we're through it all, right? With the exception, we don't know at the time of this recording that Marvin Lewis is 100% back, which seems crazy. And by the way. Can I tell you my, my theory on that? I'd like to hear I'd like to hear it. It is crazy, the guys who have kept their jobs and the guys who lost their jobs. This is a a, a, a little bit stranger than most seasons as far as I'm concerned. Hugh Jackson like, wins I one game like in two years. Marvin Marvin Lewis is waiting for either Hugh Jackson, Jay Gruden, one of his assistants who can coach that team the way they want it, that mm-hmm. the Brown family um, know and trust. I think they're waiting for that to happen. So they mm. thought Hugh probably was going to get fired this year, and that's where the rumors came out, and then Hugh stays. Right now, it's also like, ah, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because you can't just bring anybody from outside in to coach this team. This team is built for people that have been around these type of players. Uh, you have the Vontez Burfics and, and the Pac-Man Joneses, guys that have had some off-the-field issues who are great players. You have to be able to – Vontez, as good as he is, that would be one of the first things I would have to address if I took that over. Well, Listen, and, and, but that, where, are we really sticking with this and again? So, and, that's, and that's why you have to have a guy who's been in this system, been in this organization. Yeah, but it hasn't worked out with Marv overseeing the Vontez Burfics Bengals. You know what you have somebody to, told me? That's why you have to change the you know, culture. You know what someone told me? It's not – it's not, so, All right, someone, but it's not successful to continue to say, well, Vontez Burfic, when he's there, that the defense is that's, awfully tough. That's the owner. That's what the owner wants. All right, someone well, that's a bad idea. Marvin Lewis has uh, is 0-7 in the playoffs. And then I said, he made him, though, because there's a lot of people who are 0-0 for 0 in the playoffs because they never made him. There's a lot of teams like that. That is unacceptable. So, to be I, that's fine. Like that's okay. Like you, he's made the dance. It's all that matters. He's been in the dance. That is not all that matters. That and that, that matters. is a, that sounds like something until you think about it for a second. Is that enough? Is that good enough? I, I know a lot of coaches who've never been. Oh, in the stop dance. it! Oh, and seven. 
in 15 if, years if is Pittsburgh's, not an acceptable – It's not. that's not something to wave the flag. Uh, you're just hanging on your high horse right now because Pittsburgh has not. been going the last couple of years. But w- there was a point in time where Pittsburgh wasn't that good. And I bet you the old Sheck wasn't picking the, 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 the record and old Sheck wasn't around here smiling either. I, well, first of all, I'm not smiling about anything. I, I'm, I just you're uh, smiling right now. All right, I'm smiling, but I want to tell you something. My, uh, first of all, you mentioned that I root for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Fine, you know what? Come on back, Marv. I hope you stick around. He's going to come back. Good. Because they're going to wait until either Jay Gruden gets fired or Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson, you stick around in Cleveland. That's good news as well from where I sit. Now, we can get we can do the deep dive on, oh, look who it is. Here she comes. Happy New Year. A Philly girl from the very start. You know Rocky Balboa in the Museum of Art. Coast to coast living with the number one guy. Yeah. Still repping the teams, though. Fly, Eagles, fly. Enough, enough. That was a good line to go out on. Fly, Eagles, fly. Are Happy they, New Year. Are they flying? They're not. Uh, they, they're terrible. crashing, he is actually. The host of, uh, of Everything. Good Morning Football, the weekend edition of Power Ranking. She's on uh, another podcast of some note around these oh, parts. God. Periodically coming so is, at you. So the podcast heat. Around here is so, absurd. Also, I love that we're all wearing black. It's the wolf. It's, Colleen Wolf. How are we, the wolf? Great. You know. Are you great? It's my birthday. Happy great. birthday. Yay! You didn't know that. I'm great. I, I was told not to say anything. <laughs> really? So, last week. Because once you get to a certain age. I'm 33. What? <laughs> I'm breaking all the rules. You're 33? I don't care. Yeah, it's my Jesus year. What? Wait a second. You're literally 33 years of age? Yeah. That's all you are? Yeah. 33. <laughs> You're a jerk. Not, I don't mean it because of the way you look. I just can't buy I'm That's hard for me to the fathom. Young, the youngest. That people are that yeah. young. Woo woo. Yeah. 33. 85. You were born in 85. 85. Uh-huh. Stop it, Colin. So accomplished. I can't believe it. Thank 33? You. Thank you. That was the last year they made real people. 85? Yeah, because that's when I was born. <laughs> that's that's your, a good year. That's your point of reference? That's your touchstone is real people? Like people that are real. Not all these fake not all these fake ones out here. Boy, that was some show. There's a lot. Um, hey, by the way, before we go on uh, for another moment there, Philadelphia, young woman, so on and so forth, <laughs> the biggest news of, uh, oh, of, of the, the holiday. Well, I, I hope you heard uh, the Shecky Awards. They were gangbusters. Go back and listen to those. The person primarily responsible for putting those together was uh, one who we call the MVP, nay, the Emma VP, and now she wears a ring on her finger. Emma VP, you got engaged. I did. Oh, my God, congratulations. Whoa, I can see it from here, like, listening. Hey, now. Hey, hey now. Love. That's love. (laughs) That's love. Are you ready? Was that expensive? I'm ready. Was that expensive? He's paying. He's still paying for it. He's still paying for it. You don't know. You didn't ask. Is that that putting you out? uh... He's still paying for (laughs) it. Old man. You know what I did? You know what I did? I (laughs) This is going to sound bad, but it is part of the This is great. So I, when I was going to ask my wife to, to marry me, it feels like you have a hole in your pocket, right? And so I was like, man, like, oh, I got to get this off. I got to get this ring off me. Because you were carrying around like, yeah, for like six, no, $700 worth of jewelry in your pocket. A little bit more than that. But, <laughs> but what happened was I lost it. No, no way! Not. I left it on this bus. It fell out of my pocket, and that's that's what I was feeling. I was <laughs> no. like, "Is there a hole?" Like literally, there was a hole in my pocket, and it fell out. And I had to go back on this bus and like, no, search the whole bus. Ew! I man. found it too. It was great. 
Oh, I thought I, that, thought I was that had a happy ending. I, I thought I had to. I thought I was gonna have to go like to the Kyle Brady or uh, twenty-five cents. Josh Scobie suddenly, one. hey, like, hey, ring I got pop. your ring, yeah. hun. <gasps> oh my god, that was it was it was scary, but good. Anyways, are you That's ready awesome. for this? Are you ready for this, Emma? I'm like, ready for it, MJD? You sure? There's a lot. Of, you guys live together yet? We don't yet. Have He's you smelled his morning here. breath yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Did he? Um, we have lived together. He did, lives in Philly now. Was it a, were you at like a hockey game or something? And then uh, and they yeah, it was like, hey, jumbo look Trump. up at the scoreboard. And then all of a sudden it was like, what? Really? Is that what it was? Oh, you guessed it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. What, what happened? Tell do? us how it, how it went. I just want to know. We were on a little weekend getaway trip to this the a nice little town in New York. A getaway from what? You were on I vacation. Already, what do you a, mean? It was a vacation from vacation that I had already planned. I oh, love that double vacation. It. Okay, double yes. up. And what kind of life is this that so people are was leading? It, was this at night? Was it a life dinner? of luxury. It was were, during the day. It was freezing. Were you we guys went, walking? We were walking. We were walking to the river. It oh, I bet really you his heart, his heart was. Yes. Oh, my God. Probably you can see his heart beating through his chest. And then go ahead. Keep going. I'm excited. You know, we went on this frigid little walk to the river. It was beautiful, and all of a sudden, he got down on one knee. Aww. There were some tears. Did you like from him? This? Did you do this? From him? Did from you do me? He wept. That is oh, no, huge. No, no, no. If he cried, then Colleen. end it now. If he cried, end it now. You can't. That's adorable. I hope it froze on his love. cheek. So somebody, no, somebody. He had has a frozen be, tear of shame on his crying. cheek. We can't be crying in this thing. <laughs> we both do, can't be crying. What's one, he weeping about? Did John cry? No, John kept being like, "I've got your ring. It's in the drawer over there. If you want to see it." I'm that's like, how you jerk. Like that's you're how you go to surprise out. Me. That's how you do. And he'd be like, "I have it in my bag right now." It might I think happen. there's maybe a happy medium there. So wait a second. <laughs> he begins weeping and on one knee. At that point, did you think, "Wait a he, second, I he might be proposing"? So you, I thought he might be proposing when he got down on one knee. That oh. was a, that was a bit of an indicator. Did he say something nice? He did. What he had he something. He had something special to say to you. Did he yeah. read it, or did, was it just off the top? Off the top. Well, tell us what he said. I'm oh. lucky to call you the, my <laughs> my best friend. Did he call you a best friend when he was uh, down? I, like, on I don't day? like when people no. say. That. I don't like that either. I but. don't like when people get into this. I'm lucky enough to be proposed. You're my best friend. You're my lover. I don't like when people invoke it in wedding. Uh, reception speeches too, when they're saying like, ah, oh, to, to Mary, I'm so excited to be marrying my best friend, my confidant. Because most of the time, my most lover. of the time they weren't My friends, lover, but... don't talk about that. They're well, my grandparents. This is well, yeah. This you is don't need thing. to hear about what A lot of on. that's a lie because most of the time you guys weren't friends before you started dating. See, with me, I was actually like best friends with my wife you before were we started good dating. good friends before we started dating. So there you go. That's so how th- John and I were too, yeah. yeah. No, you were. You guys we were, were working friends, in the locker room. But we were friends. We were hanging out because we were both in another relationship at the time. Oh, so wow. Both double we were, home record. We were friends before. Double home records. <laughs> I love it. Together. Colleen was dating Wilbur Montgomery for a few years. <laughs> No, oh, no, I might be wrong. I don't Who's know. Wilbert Mo- Montgomery? <laughs> Wilbert Montgomery, number thirty-one, the great Philadelphia Eagles running back, took him to the Super Bowl back in '80. Uh, yeah, I, I never knew they went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> what? I'm serious. I wasn't born in '80. They 80, won so a I championship in '19, but they also played the. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, well, well that's congratulations, exciting news, Emma. That's BP. awesome. Thank you. Guys. Do you have any advice for her, Maurice? Oh, I do. First, first things first, have your own friends. 
Mm-hmm. You got to have your own. Fr- Am I right, Colleen? Could Always. You-, you guys have to have your separate lives and then your life together. Yeah. Don't make a thing of like, well, he, uh, well now that we're getting hitched. Right. All of my friends, he has to, to be, be comfortable friend. with them. He, can he has them. to. You can't impose your friends on him or uh-huh. vice versa. Yeah, he, can, right. you, he has to not like he has to really dislike one of your friends really bad. So he could talk trash about her. Yes, and, and you then, can't come down. him. I don't appreciate yeah, you saying you can, that you can just be like, well, uh, about Susie. I don't like when you talk <laughs> right? bad about Susie. She's a Am dear I right, friend though? to me. She's been there for so. me through some hard There's times. Not, John doesn't right. have a friend of yours that, like, my wife hates one of my friends. And I'm like, good. Like, really? That, that's cool. I'm about to go hang out with dude right now. <laughs> like, good. Well, yeah, because you weren't invited anyway. <laughs> yeah. the, the premise that uh, I don't understand when, when married couples or couples of any kind, in se- the, the, the assumption that, well, that you have to, that I'm expected to tag along with you and your friends. When the yeah, no. I don't ask you. I don't, I didn't, I mean, no, no like, offense, but. Yeah, you I don't care you if you like have, that person because you, I, I, I don't intend to put right. you guys together very. I, I tell often. people all the time, like when you, when you, when you first get married, it's like the honeymoon phase. Yeah. And everyone, you always want to be around each other. That's gonna wear off quick. Mm. That, that's gonna be, that's gonna get just like that, boom. And then it's gonna come a point in time where life hits you. Yeah. Right. And so you're gonna need your space. He's gonna need his space. And you're gonna have to like, you know, my space is video games. That's where I, I get my time over here. I get on the sticks uh-huh. a little bit. I give me my time. I need me some me time. The same thing. My wife, her, her me time, she gets to have her me time when she wants it, and then we go forward. And then it makes our relationship better. And then, you know, it the totally cross-country does. thing works, too, a lot because – I did it. Yes. Multiple. I'm doing it sort of now. Right. Because when you guys see each other, it's like being on that honeymoon again nice. every time, and it's nice. And, you know, it kind of just keeps you going. And also, like, learn how to fight nice. Like, Ooh, like don't I be – don't, yeah. Learning how to fight or, and disagree with the person that you're with is so important because – Learn how to argue. Yeah, That's because before key. I was with John, I was always like people would push me to the edge and I would just go flying. And now I've learned to like really like rein it in yeah, and just yeah. walk away and then just like let things cool down because that's not in my nature usually. Did I'm like I go right he, away. When uh, when uh, your husband proposed to you, did he did you weep? I think so. Well, I then can't what do you remember? I say saying the rings in the drawer. Oh, well, no, he mean he did that for like five months before oh, he finally oh, proposed oh. to me. And I'm like, I don't I don't want to know. And he'd be like, I have it in my pocket right now. Did and he I'm call like, you his best friend? He always does. I know you're not into that. I mean, he is my best friend, though. Like I like I like hanging out with him more than I like hanging out with anybody else. Oh, that hurts my feelings. Sitting in the room with two, right, right next two to the nice kid. people. And <laughs> right next to the kid. Oh, I, I no. Mean, I, 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 you neither want to use my but best friend. But I do friend. understand that like, there's, there's, there are times your relationship uh, grows into something bigger, and you can tell your significant other, your partner, you know, like things that you can feel comfortable with. And when right. that time comes, because you're always going to be guarded in the very beginning, I feel like. You're always, always like, you're like ah, I don't know. Like, yeah, we're dating. This. Yeah, it's, or we're married. It's cool. Yeah. Then it's like something has to happen. Like, you have to have a baby. And then you have to see him, like, literally cry for the first time as he holds his newborn. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I can fool with you. It's interesting you bring that up. Yeah. So, spot, yeah. so, obviously, uh, the man who proposed to you, Emma VP, is uh, willing to raise uh, your two little ones as his own. Yep. That wor- we worked that out. That's nice. <laughs> you have it. That's a good guy. Yeah, That's great a nice guy. guy. Phenomenal guy. Yep. Eddie Spaghetti. Behind the glass, Shecky Award winner. Congratulations. Thanks. I don't know if you heard about the impossible dream coming true there, Maurice. Um, he won the Shecky Award over sideline reporters Savvy and India. I didn't see that one coming. Whoa. I didn't think there was any chance of that. Who, who, I didn't know who, who Savvy and India are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you won a Shecky Award? No, no one told me. I didn't Wait, get a hit I on mean, Twitter or anything. I know. Emma VP's off on her vacation. 
a, a adjunct or her. Uh, what, which what, what what was the her vacation from her vacation to her alert you to the fact that you won a Shecky award? What was Wait, it? What well, was yeah, the, what award did I win? My favorite radio analyst. Oh my gosh! So let me, can I can I can I say my thank you? Yeah. Do you like, have your your speech ready? Oh, it's it's always ready. Okay, I've, I've been I've, right. I've prepared for this for a long time. <laughs> uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank all the little people to make this happen. Uh, and that's not including Shaq, because Shaq's not little. Thank you, Shaq, for putting me no, I'm heavy in, 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 heavy in the situation to come out here and, and, and showcase my abilities. I'd like to thank the Rams. Uh, I'd like to thank Sirius Sure, they XM. gave you the Yeah, they, they gave me the job. They put you in the position to I'd succeed. I'd like to thank Jory Hirsch, my boss there, the coolest boss in the world. Thank you, Jory. Phenomenal. I'd like to thank J.B. Long and DeMarco Farr for building me up, because I was trash when I first got there. Hot trash. No. But they built me up. Oh, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first I didn't know what I was doing. Amanda Brown. Julio Morataya, either the whole production, Dodie Raman, all my people there. Uh, you have prepared. I know some I, I, of those like, people. Yeah, you I know really you do. Are. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd like to also thank uh, my mom, my mom oh. and dad. Cause it wasn't for them, this voice, this voice that you hear now. Is she your best friend? Oh, yeah. I oh. talk to my mom every day. Same with my wife. And then my, my, I always like to thank my three kids because when I had to oh, practice kids on being – uh, the color analyst for the Los Angeles Rams. We played video games together, and they were my JB Long. No and way. My, yeah, my announcer, and I was the one giving color, so it was fun. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? I'm not going to – I don't want to tell tales out of school, but I can tell you that a, a very prominent analyst in the uh, in the broadcast booth prepared in that exact same way. On Madden. It's a fascinating wow. idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Wolf, you also were nominated, but you did not win. Ooh. Wait, what was, the, what was the category? Our favorite non-football playing guests. You and Gonzo were nominated oh. as a pair. Well, who won? Will Brinson. Who's that? Whatever, Will. Who's Will Brinson? CBS Fine. Sports. He's, he's a fun got, guy to uh, hang faces. out with on the road. He like, is in terms of like, Is he your best friend? He's no. not my best friend. No. No, not that, anymore. That's, that's Definitely John. not anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah, now that he beat me, forget it. Spaghetti, has your life changed? You didn't get uh, you didn't get engaged over the holiday. No, no, no I did not. No. That, he better, wasn't proposing better, you better to be Emma. careful Leave the way that you to say MVP. that. I am not. Be not, careful the way you say that. I got she could be listening. <laughs> no, oh. what if she, she probably oh, will. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, not me. No, she knows. We got, we got, Shame the devil. We have ways to go. So it's it's good. a ways oh, to go. No. How long have you been together there, Spaghetti? Four years. Four years. I've got a ways to go. How much longer you Emma, go? Emma's going on eight, so it's like. Oh, okay. So by that so, standard, so, right? You yeah. just she's just bought you yeah. another wow. four years. Her. Don and I were together for five months before we got engaged. See, I don't understand. My you parents had were like, ring. "What's going on here? Are you pregnant?" So when did he buy you the <laughs> ring? If he I, had it in a drawer for five months. After two months, things escalated really quickly. But we've been together for eight years. What the hell was going on? You were 20. You're like yeah. uh, 23. We knew. When well, you know, you know. Right. We were like, let's just you do this. You 23 years old? Know, a lot of no, I think I was 25. You're in the middle. A lot of cautionary stories out here for you. prime. Yeah, I know. I hope my wife doesn't see this because we were together for like. What <laughs> 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 kind of behavior? Um, spaghetti. I, I, listen, I dated my wife. We've been doing the little. We did the little kid dating at first, like the little eight year old thing. That oh, we, that's really so cute. Friends. Then we started dating in high school, and then I didn't get married. I want to say we must have been dating for like twelve years before I got married. She had three kids. It still wasn't ready. I was like, ah, what's the difference? We're already married. It's like, yeah, it's different for everybody though. Like John ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Five months. Five months. Jesus Christ. And John's neither one of us ever down. wanted to get married. We were like, yeah, that's marriage is not for us. And then we were like, oh, we should just do it. Yeah, you're you're, where'd friend. you guys go? Did you guys go to the courthouse? 
No, we ended up uh, having like a wedding. No, then y'all. I can't see the wolf in uh, like the full bride regalia. I bet you. I did it, and my my honor. dress split. Did you at my wedding? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I ate too much. <laughs> You're such a liar. I swear who's, to God. Who's your How many of honor? My sister. True or false? You had at least oh. one can of beer at your wedding. Yeah, a can oh, of beer. I have a, a picture of a Miller Lite. <laughs> Me and a Miller Lite in a dress. <laughs> I That's knew it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yo, I know. Hey, she's a keeper, Gonzo. Did they read First Corinthians? I think they did. It was a full oh. mass. It was long. Oh, oh, I hate that. I know. Now was, I'm like, so, uh, I don't know what that so, means. Hold on. It doesn't sound good. Let me tell you. <laughs> it was so really the, long. I, I told my wife, like, we can, have, we can do however, whatever you want. I was like, the only thing I had two, I had two requests, and you're gonna love the second one. The first one, we got to get out of there quick. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be standing up there. I'm not into all that. Like, yeah, I do. You're standing. You're kneeling. Like, yeah, There's no point. I'm, 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 I'm with you 100 percent on that. Yeah. And, but then the second one's we had to have dance band at the wedding. Oh, did you really? You had the Dan Band. The Dan Band came what? to the wedding, and it was the best time ever. Literally, they performed every song they had. I interrupted half their songs, like, just play Candy Shop. He's like, just let me do what I got to do. I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. But just- <laughs> Good music is one of the most important things at a wedding. And ample food. All right, we have I'm a right. lot of planning to do for MOVP's <laughs> nuptials here and not for spaghettis. Right. Yeah. Spaghetti's going to be having different kinds Ways of parties. Ways to go. <laughs> I'm not getting married parties for oh, spaghetti no, on me. 28. <laughs> oh, no, not me. Uh, I hope everybody had a happy holidays. I know Spaghetti watched his Rangers play outside against the Buffalo Sabres on January 1. But did you watch the Rose Bowl, the Wolf? Did you catch uh, what people are calling an all-time great game? One of the greatest. Was it one of the better college football games? That's every year. Double overtime Rose Bowl? Come on, Maurice. Don't be a cynic. This was Oklahoma and Georgia, those two uniforms in the Rose Bowl. That was a beautiful thing. But my biggest issue was that Oklahoma jumped out so fast and they were, like, on fire that eventually they were going to have to come back down to earth. They were, like, riding high. I mean, guys are celebrating, breaking off long runs, and then Georgia does it as well. They're starting to break off runs. But then I knew it was going to happen. Georgia's <laughs> defense was going to settle down, and eventually they – and then it just became a regular game to me in the second half. It wasn't, like, a, a crazy no. game. Well, so – we checked in and Oklahoma was up big yeah. in the first half. And so we were like, ah, we had all the stuff to do. I had just gotten back from the East Coast. So we were doing all the stuff. And then we flipped back over and it was the confetti was coming down and the thing was over. And we were like, double overtime. Are you kidding me? Did we just miss like the almost great, the all time greatest comeback of Rose Bowl history? You didn't miss it. So we rewound That's... as much as our TV would let us and we saw the last one. No, Maurice is wrong. I'm sorry. I'm not rubbing it in your face, but I. A blocked jumped... field goal and a Wildcat play won the game. I, I went, I, I jumped in. It. it was serendipitous. I jumped in the Uber. I, I don't go out, you know, I, I, you know, I have the, the children spread all over the San Fernando Valley. I don't go out to let my hair down very often. I don't take vacations on top of vacations. But on January 1, I said, let's start the, se- the, the year off right. I jumped in an Uber. I got out right as the game kicked off to oh, meet, wow. uh, to meet uh, my pal Feeney at uh, Laurel Tavern, a great bar in, uh, in uh, Studio City, California. Anywho, as the game kicks off, then I watch it. The play, one of the more significant plays of the game was the uh, Bulldogs scratching out that field goal right before the half to make it 31-17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they got that, I, I said I said to Feeney, I don't know why that feels significant to me. That, 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 this is now a game where, as if they go into the right. locker room the down 31-14. They took the That's a big away, deal. A 55-yard field goal. But you know what? This is the That's thing. an all-time game, man. This You're is, wrong if you no, think no, that, no, that doesn't right. It's got to be. No, this is the thing to me. 
And I think this is what took it away from me was the pit, the scoop the the, the, no, scoop, the scoop was good. This with five, what was there five six minutes it. to go but, and the on. Oklahoma guys running down what, the sideline on a fumble took, took everything away from me. Baker Mayfield is your, is the Heisman Trophy winner. Do you know how many times they threw the ball in overtime? Ooh, I'm hurt by that. He said the number one. For yeah, the well, I'm he, sorry. He, held one. Up he threw one it finger. one. He threw he threw it one time, and that to me, I'm like, really? Overtime? You got the Heisman Trophy winner? Yeah, and you throw it one. I want well, to, I, if co- that's the, if that's the, if that's, that's the coaching case, though, right? That's play but, calling and coaching. But yeah, that's what took it away. Like I, it, it was. Remember, the game was Baker Mayfield versus Georgia Bulldogs. It was him, and yeah. they took him away. And that's why I was like, it, it couldn't have been. It wasn't that good. Well, because it was it was a wonderful game. I put it up there for what it's worth. I will say. The I, I don't think either of you was even alive. Almost maybe literally you weren't alive. Yeah, I guess you would have been. What year? Well, 83, 80. Oh, so you weren't alive. The greatest college football game I've ever seen was uh, the Orange Bowl, Nebraska and Miami. Bernie Kosar, the upstart that. Canes. Really? You remember I that? Saw, I saw that on the replay uh, of that. Replay, yeah. The, I mean, one of the all-time teams, Turner Gill, Mike Rogier, Irving Fryer, and beyond. Just a, a dynamite back and forth throughout. Um, that's one. Remember when Chaz um, Weiss took over the Irish with and played Reggie Bush's and Matt Leinert's uh, USC when they came in there? What was that? That wasn't even. That wasn't even. Was close that on five? On six? That was a great. Yeah. No, I'm people a, say I'm the Fresno you. game. No, people say no, the Texas no, game. No, the best no. one was the one up in Notre Dame. There was there was, a, there was a game that a lot of people didn't see. You should go back and watch. I want to say it was two thousand five. Uh, UCLA versus Washington State. UCLA was oh, really? 28 oh. in the fourth quarter. 28 in the fourth quarter. And they came back? That's the one. Pulled it out and won. 28 in the fourth quarter Ooh, in the Palouse. Oh, that's Make a pretty sure you good one. Palouse. Make sure you track that one. Don't track that down. one down. I promise you, you won't, you, you'll, be, you'll be ecstatic. <laughs> you'll be like, there's no way. I'm being told there were no cameras there. That no, day. there was all cameras Weird. there. I'm going to tell you why there was cameras there. Because after we won, some of our players went and were doing things to the stands, like uh, flipping people off. And then the Pac-10 came down on us. And no way. Oops. Well, we could do all sorts so of conversation about the college football playoff. Let's save that for another day. I don't care for the way this went down. Of course, UCF should have been in this Final I Four. Don't I don't think we need to add more teams. Four is the right number. They just yeah. – and I don't care if Alabama ends up winning the whole thing. All right, they dump Clemson. They shame them. But in Maybe eight. they're going to take care of UGA, but that doesn't change the fact. Same thing as any other sport that we ever watched. Watch this notion that, well, how can you justify saying that Alabama, if they end up winning the whole thing, how can you then make an argument against it? What well, I don't know. Wasn't the best team in the NFL the uh, when the Patriots were undefeated? Weren't they the best team? They didn't win the, the Lombardi Trophy. What, did we take it back and say, yeah, but we know they were right. the best. But, Give them the Lombardi anyway. They have to put 12 teams in then. They, sh- no. they should go 12. No. And then you play Alabama play. on their schedule had to beat Auburn to close out the regular they, season finale before team. their conference title game. They lost it. I'm sorry. You've lost control. Same as Auburn lost one, two before that. So what I mean, was the difference? Many, I wish there were more teams, though. I Can wish I tell there were you more teams well, in the playoffs. Here's a recent example for you. Was that, I mean, actually, we've seen it on both sides. The Seattle Seahawks and San Francisco for, uh, San Francisco 49ers. What the year am I thinking? 2012, 2013? Somewhere When they there, play yeah. up there in the clink and it, and it ends with Richard Sherman yeah. Yeah. with all that and the talking to Aaron Andrews after the game and everything else. You knew those were the two best teams in the NFL when they were playing each other. 
the 49ers didn't cry and say, well, we still should get to play for the Super Bowl because everybody knows, well, we should get it again. Well, all right, the Seahawks beat us, but put us back in. That's what everybody wants because we are the, the best team that, anyway. Said, that ain't the NFL, that's college. So college has its own rules, its own entity. Dumb. But it's a, it's bogus. <laughs> then why why is UCF in that division? Why are they Division One A if you can go undefeated and still be out I, of the? It's, it's ridiculous. That's why I yeah. say you got to put twelve in, and you put what you do is you pick every conference champion, you put them they in. They should do that. So you think about this: you get the MAC conference champion, you get uh, the the Sun Belt, you get all those. Everybody put everybody in. So if Bama and then you get two, oh, was it two spots for wild card? There you have it. I would sign off. Like I that. would sign off on a six team. I would sign off on like a five or a six team. Why Maybe is that six. where you draw the line? Because you now, cannot now make. Sudden, now all of a sudden it's it's because then you're any in, because you, you don't do 12, have any. Go ahead. Unless you do twelve, you're not going to ever have enough because there's too many. If you do a five or six team, you only have, remember this a power five. UCF is in the Sun Belt. They're not in the Power Five. Yeah, so you no, have I to, think you, you have to have it where every champion put goes everybody in. in. No, yeah. I'm a merit guy, and if and, and when and college football comes the closest to actually acknowledging the merit of a regular season. You don't put everybody into a that tournament. A champion, that, yeah, they're they're champions. Let them play. You, you let them play. That's what you end up wanting. That's what you're. Here's why: because if you're the seventh team in the country, you might say, "Hey, we're pretty good." People don't acknowledge how good we are, all that kind of stuff. But you have no proper claim to being the best team in the country. There's no case that could be made if you're the seventh team in the country. No, it's not. It's we're not, the best. We really are the best. Check. I'm I like that when you boil it down. It's like everybody knows that those are the best teams playing each Think other. Think about that's how what much- I'm, I'm not talking about rankings. I'm talking about the conference champions. So you get the Pac-12 conference champion, the Big Ten. The big so five right. power five and then power a wild five. card. No, no, no. You put the Sun Belt in there because that's what that's what UCF is. The Sun Belt. You put every if you're in Division One, if you're in the MAC, guess what? All right, you got, Cam, if you're in the I'm West. Yeah, put them all. You don't in, need a 13 then, week, a 13 playoff college games football are so season much anyway. better though than regular season and, and games. You just, think you about take all out the those season and you just play regular season and you have a conference championship game and then from there. When you say preseason, you mean non-conference game? Yeah, non-conference. Right. Yeah, that's the. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm down for that. I'm so, down for then, something like that. I like well, that. All, and then at the end, you put the best two teams that didn't win, right, in at the bottom, and then they have to play the top seed, and they have a harder schedule to go. And you just rock out that way. The reason that's bad is because those wild card teams. Again, I know this sounds confusing, and you're all over the place, Dave, but. That the wild card would have been Alabama under but under this circumstance, yeah. and then the toughest matchup is the number one seed that, as Alabama. You, you don't want that. That's no. what you get if you're the number one seed. And then that would be terrible. Oh, great, yeah. That's what you do. All right, let's talk about the NFL playoffs, shall we? And I All want right. to point these things out. Let's start. I want to talk about Nick Foles. And Ooh. by the way, if Nate uh, Sudfeld, wait, did they bench? Nick Foles? I mean, they, they didn't start they, him the full they, game. They, I don't think they were going to. If Nate Sudfeld freezing. throws two touchdown passes, does he start in the uh, playoff game, in the divisional he round? He better when he was playing. Well, Doug Peterson said that, like, Nick Foles is going to start, but Sudfeld should stay warm. Ugh. That is, I mean, just I can't. What number one seed? Ah, this is so Eagles. This is the most really Eagles is. thing ever. I want to read this. To I'm you, so depressed, MJD, because I really thought they were going to be good this year. I told you what was going to happen. What? You you forecasted eleven going down? No, 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 no. I once once he went yeah. down, I was like, oh, it's over. Well, yeah. of course, yeah. But they they beat the Giants, and all the Eagles fans jumped on my back, and then they beat the Raiders, and they all jumped on my back. And then you lost to the Cowboys six to nothing. It wasn't like everything just went. First, it was the defense was giving up everything, 
and then the defense got better, then the offense couldn't move at home at that, in the no, cold. It was so, so cold, It's crazy. Though. Think about this. You're from Philly. You practice, and you can't play in the cold? We talked about this one week ago, it and you crazy. were a cold denier. I said to you, the advantage that the Eagles have over the rest of the NFC. They don't, though. It's not an advantage because they can't play in the cold. I That's Apparently the, not, but I, I would if think If they had Carson Wentz in there, they would be able to play in the cold. We can't, we can't, we can't do that. We can't, you know, we can't do it. But if. everything changes now. Everything. If, if, no. I, I, out there. we if. talked about it one week ago, and now we are now that everything's out of the way, the regular season. We have the full yeah. body of evidence now, and I have no ability to figure out who's going to the Super Bowl. I can tell NFC. you right now. I can tell you right now. So this is what. You said a week ago, you said the Rams. I, I, this is, so this is my thing. You're still going Rams, Jags? No question. <laughs> no question. <laughs> The Saints, like we talked about this, Shaq, on this show. The Saints versus the Panthers to beat a team three times is easier than to lose to a thing. Or it's people? the other, yeah, right. It's I right. love the old, the the, the most it's vapid hard to beat a team among the times. most vapid cliches in sports is it's hard to beat the same team three times. Yeah, you know what's harder to do is to lose, lose twice to a team and then say, oh yeah, the third time will be the charm for us. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so I have the Saints. Although, although that being said, when the Ravens were hanging around, and I thought. If we have to, if the st- we being oh. the Steelers, if we have to play that uh, Flacco for a well, third they, time, he's yeah. going to get us, isn't he? But so this that's going to break my heart. So this that is the game. thing. So the the Saints versus the Panthers. I have the Saints coming out of that one because again they've beaten they beat them at home handily. They beat mm-hmm. them in New Orleans handily. What's the purpose? You should do it again. Um, as long as Kamara stays healthy, I, I'm, I, I think you're right. I think I, I um, well what, like we talked about it. The the Super Bowl rep is from the South. Yeah. No. 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 I didn't. We didn't no. We did. I said the Rams. We did talk about this. So you then, said the Rams. I said. Yeah, so listen. Saints. So what am I? So what I'm saying? So I don't then know about go, those Falcons. So you go though, the I'm Falcons still not. Listen, I'm not ready listen, to throw dirt so, on them. I'm not either. But Atlanta has to travel all the way to the West Coast to come play the Rams uh, at home. We their defense is playing better in the past, not so much against the run. Um, and, and it seems like the Rams have kind of found their mojo running the ball, mm-hmm. and they're they're very creative in how they attack. And the key is, Sean McVay said this in our our coaches interview after the game is that. The Falcons' defense—they play the same defense that the, the the Seahawks do. That all these teams have, they've already played—they they play the same defense. So we yeah. know how to attack. We played this defense, this style of defense. We know how to attack it. So if the Falcons can't score thirty, it's going to be an issue. And think about that—the Falcons haven't scored thirty in a long yeah, time. Yeah, no, I, I'm not I don't understand. The, the the sum has not equaled the parts for the Falcons no. in 2017. I don't get why this Super Bowl runner-up has not been. Better and but I've 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 been on that train all year and they never turned yeah. the corner. Although now they did get the double digits and they are in January. So, so if that's if that's a bad season, then may I don't know. I don't, Can't well, they turn I, I it around I don't a little know, bit here? Because to me, it's you're in week seventeen and you're fighting for your playoff spot and. You beat a team handily. I mean, they beat the yeah. Panthers they handily, beat a good I, team. Yeah, but it, was fighting for uh, yeah. was fighting for something for themselves. A, yeah, exactly. So I, I I don't know. I still say the Rams come out of that one. So Let now, me tell you this. Yeah, I think so. The Rams hold on, wait. So I'm, I'm about to finish. Go. I got to finish because okay. you got to hear this. All right. So all the right. Rams, <laughs> they go to Minnesota. Okay. Right. And the Rams coming out of that game where it was seven seven in the fourth quarter, and they had an ample. This has been a revenge game in the making. That's the divisional that, round game. That Listen loss. to me. Listen to me. There's a thing with McVay when he loses to a team. They start game planning weekly, like little chunks of their game plan is kind of tailored toward that team. Hmm. It happens all the time. That's why the Seahawks, when they play the Seahawks, it was so bad because they had oh, been game, right. doing little things to tweak to, until they played them. So, hmm. all right, so you go up to Minnesota. They're they're excited to play them. Minnesota's excited. But their offense has been, you know, their defense has been phenomenal. Their right. offense has been eh. So 
you know, I'm, I'm going to be biased. I got the Rams winning that one in Minnesota. But the Saints go to Philly. And the Saints have never um, been an outdoors team until this year, it seems like, because they can run the ball. And they have a great offensive line. They did they go up backs. to Philly and beat them. Beat the Chip Kelly yes. uh, Eagles. And remember, they went to Buffalo this year when Buffalo was rolling yep. and ran all over them. I mean, Drew Brees threw like three yards. Mm-hmm. And they were just running the ball down their throat. And I, I don't know if Nick Foles, with that defense – uh, that the Saints have and Cameron Jordan, those guys. I don't know if Nick Foles will be able to beat them. So, sorry, Colleen. So now we've got the Rams. Saints, Saints at Rams. Yes. For the NFC crowd. Saints at that, Rams. And that is the scariest thing for the Rams because the Rams beat them without both their corners. Yeah. And the Saints came in there and didn't want to run the ball. But I don't care. I still got the Rams. I'll tell you, man. That's that's an interesting path you just laid out there. Plausible, certainly. I think it's the Saints. If I had to, really, I have to put my neck out there. I'll go with the Saints. Of course, as I keep saying, I'm rooting for the Vikings because I am too. I would. I don't know that I even. I mean, it'd be neat if they got to the Super Bowl. But the NFC title game, if it's in Minnesota, is just going to be the most fun. Oh, atmosphere it's going to be so much world. pressure, though. So oh. much oh, pressure. So much. We haven't I mean, been to a Super Bowl since '77. Go win on on your home field. <laughs> That's going to be – it's not necessarily and, advantageous. And the thing that stinks, though, for them is, like, it's not like they're going to be surrounded by their fans in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, because a lot of times, like, fans – Oh, the they'll find their way so in so expensive. I know. They'll find like, a way in. you're in Minnesota, you have to pay for travel. So, you're, you know, they're going to go. And yeah, it's going to be – First of all, you have to be, case, like, negative 20 degrees outside when we go. Up. I wrote down as many of these fun uh, things that I, uh, I, I could come up with off the top of my head. A 98 title game rematch, the Vikings and the Atlanta Falcons. Remember, that was the Gary Anderson missing the kick game. We could see that. Minnesota against anybody in the NFC title game hosted by Minnesota for the reasons I say. You win the game. uh, And by the way, whoever – if they are hosting the the title game, the – this would be the move. I don't care. The Ra- tell this one to McVay or anybody else, if or Peyton, if uh, if the uh, Saints are walking in there. The visiting team, when they run out onto the field for the title game, should come out with their luggage. Like we're staying the two weeks. <laughs> they should just run out with their luggage in their hands. Just put it down. Like we're we're staying here. We're after this game. We got nothing to do for two weeks. There's our what luggage a right jinx there. That would wouldn't be. that be the greatest yes. move ever? Would <laughs> it would be hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Saints in Minnesota would be a Brett Favre Ott 9 NFC title game rematch. Remember that one? Minnesota and the Rams, they've met seven times in the playoffs in the Coliseum back in 1977. It was supposed to be a home field advantage for the Rams because typically they had to go up to the Met to play in the frigid conditions. So instead, this was going to be a home field advantage. Instead, it poured rain and was a mud bowl. It was a fascinating game to to go back and look at. On the AFC side, you could have Buffalo – you do have Buffalo. I'm sorry, you could get Buffalo and Tennessee. Music City Miracle rematch. Casey at New England would be a completion of the circle that the season starts up in uh, Foxborough. Maybe they could end the Patriots Ooh, run there. That's crazy. Pitt at uh, Pats. That would be the fourth title game between those two teams this century. The Patriots are 3-0. and And, of course, James Harrison against the Steelers would be juicy. Jags in Tennessee. That's a 99 it is. AFC title that's game. The, rematch. That's, that's year, crazy. That's the year. I tell people this all the time. You said it earlier. They beat the Jags. The Jags beat everybody. Everyone but the Tennessee Titans that year. They lost three times to them. Yep. Oh, How crazy. That's that? brutal. Three times to the same team. Yep. Brutal. Loco. They're 14-2. and two. 
get to the playoffs, one, two, and then lose to the. I love that the Bills are in. By the way, I like too. all those celebrations and seeing all the fans at the airport. Like yeah, that was crazy. It's that cold that's memories. Awesome. Yeah, I, I assume. See, Maurice, I wonder. I assume you've been in the locker room and it's been uh, touch and go, and then you find your way in, and the locker room goes wild. I'll tell you, there's nothing like that for a fan. Those are memories that you will have for the rest of your yeah. life, and it's it's weird because it's super specific, and so you can't recreate those. Well, oh, this was a big game, and we won it. That's a great. How do level, but when you're watching other games and you're waiting for the outside, and you're just hoping out of town score, and you need help, and you get it. That Tyler Boyd, so why cool. do you wait? Andy how, did it on fourth and twelve. So cool, all crazy those Buffalo Bill fans sending money. To I love it, charity. That's so, that, that's so amazing. Like I, just this, I love the postseason. <laughs> now, how about these for Super Bowls? How about Andy Reid Bowl? We talked about oh, that yeah. one. Chiefs and Eagles that would be great. Happen. The Keystone Bowl would be excellent. That Philly and not gonna happen probably. Well, yeah, that one's not gonna happen. Let's hope so uh, sad about one half this. gets there. Super Bowl Fifty One rematch. I'd sign off on that. Patriots and uh, and Falcons. That would be you could do worse than that, right? That's true. If they get hot, if the Falcons win three gate, now you would say, well, that's that's. It's not a very good game, but if the Falcons yeah, run three not. off here, you'd say, uh-oh, this is a different Matt Ryan. That, I just that would can't be the see the Falcons doing that, though. I kind of I- can't. Then how about this? Look at all these rematches available, Super Bowl rematches out there. Kansas City and Minnesota, they played in Super Bowl four. That's the last time, believe it or not, the Chiefs. Chiefs have been good more often than not in the last 50 years. They haven't been to a Super Bowl since since four, 69, wow. or is that 70? Either I guess that's 70, but either way, forever ago. Steelers and Vikings, the first uh, ring that the Steelers won was against Fran Tarkenton in New Orleans in the rain, Super Bowl nine. I'd love to see that rematch on the Vikings home field. Yeah. The Steelers and Rams played each other in Super Bowl fourteen, and then uh, shots from that were taken and used in Heaven Can Wait when Warren Beatty was playing uh, quarterback for the Rams. Actually, they didn't take the shots from that, but uh, that is the ongoing um, war from Hollywood on the city of Pittsburgh sports teams. For I don't know why they, they have it, but they do. Weird. It is weird because yeah. you have Heaven, I don't know what you're talking about. Heaven Can Wait I, is a movie. Warren Beatty wants to be a quarterback. It's a whole uh, thing. He's a ghost, the whole thing. But anyway, in the end, the Rams, he takes the Rams to play the Steelers in the Super Bowl, and he wins the game in overtime for the Rams. That's the Steelers losing. Why'd you take the Steelers? I don't know, Hollywood, just because you wanted to, to hurt our feelings. <laughs> uh, uh, Black Sunday is a it's a movie around Super Bowl Ten using actual game footage in which terrorists come and attack the Orange Bowl while the Steelers are playing the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Sudden death. Jean-Claude Van, uh, Van Damme is, uh, is, uh, is there at the Igloo when the Penguins are playing for the Stanley Cup. Terrorists come and attack that. The natural – that's right – how about you? You know where the Batman was shot when uh, you know when Bane's out on the field. <laughs> right. We know that they call it Gotham, but that's Pittsburgh. They're you know, wearing black you know and gold. They there? blow that city up. You know why that one was there? Why? Because the one of the owners for the Pittsburgh Steelers is I like, know. makes movies. So I I don't care for oh, so what. Still, right. you don't blow up that Heinz Field. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. Even in the natural, when Roy Hobbs hits the home run, who does he beat in the one game play? Who do you hit that home run off? The Pittsburgh Pirates. That's wow. who he, that's who he beat. Want to want to argue with me now about the ongoing Hollywood? You're really war keeping on... score over there. All right, let's Shaq. get to the next one, Shaq, because you're, you're you're getting all emotional right now. You could have the Rams and uh, Titans. That was Ooh. the uh, one yard short play yeah. by Kevin Dyson. The Rams and uh, Patriots that launched the Patriots dynasty. Yeah. That could happen. Match. 
Patriots and Panthers. No Jake DeLome. Replace DeLome. It's still Tom Brady on one side, but this would be Superman. That's quite an upgrade. That's yeah. Clark Kent, the yeah. Superman level change there. And then you could have the Patriots playing the T-O. Eagles. T-O. The game, oh, one of the most God. forgotten Super Bowls of the last 25 years, right? T-O. Nobody ever thinks about that game. No, yeah, no, nobody except for an entire city of people, Check in Philly. Really? Yeah. Of course, the greatest of all scenarios is what uh, the Wolf touched on a moment ago. What? The Bills and the Vikings for the Super Bowl combined 0-8 in the Super Bowl. Somebody, by wow. definition, would be required to win that game. What a fun one that what would, would they, be. What if they tied that one? Yeah, let, you can't. Ah, it's enough already. Just let them both have, have – just split the Lombardi. Give it to both their fans. They, they have both Get their the fan base. All out. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think those are those are fun. All right, what else should we talk we about We got to do here? the coaching vacancies. I okay. Oh. Who, the well, the job? bigger vacancy to me is, as a football fan, is who's going to go up into the Monday night football booth yeah. with John Gar- G- Gruden departing. I'm going to throw one name out here. I hope you're listening uh, there, ESPN. What about Maurice Jones-Drew? I'm here. <gasps> I mean, that would be neat. That would be to, awesome. I, I you know what? Great. Let's go the extra mile and make it a three-man booth like it used to be. Maurice and Sean McDonough and Damashek. <laughs> Let it rock. That'd be fun. <laughs> Why is rock. that funny to you, the Wolf? It, What's funny rock. about no, that? No, it's just it brings a smile to my face. That's a great idea. Uh-huh. I'll say, I'll say smart things, insightful things. Totally. Can I think it'd be the, great. Can we get to the coach of If Cosell's a- allowed to do it, why why not Damashek? Cosell okay. has any more business up in that booth than I do. You got to put it out in the universe. I just That's did. the first step. I just did, and, I re- I, and, and the universe responded with cackling, <laughs> personified by, by the wolf. More cat. I, I more cackling. My neighbors hate wanna, me. I hope you take- get Sudfeld. Take it. <laughs> Sudfeld and Foles. I can't Foles. get any worse. He went to All right. Indiana, right? Sudfeld, yeah. Oh, that's the Shaq. You're gonna get Shaq. I can't believe they're the number one seed. And okay. This is what we're doing. I have to. Okay, I got something for you guys. Ah, you'll get I them next year. I was laughed at. Stop yesterday. it! <laughs> Stop. I was laughed at yesterday on Aftermath when I said the Arizona Cardinals was the best job to have, and people were like, "Are you kidding me?" Coach Billick comes on there. He goes, "I want a quarterback." And so I thought about. it. I was like, "You know, I could be wrong." So I went home, and I, it, it bothered me so much last night that I was thinking about it, and I'm like, "All right." Derek Carr, great quarterback, great young quarterback, uh-huh. just went 6-10, and 10, got his coach fired. I don't want to be a part of that because guess what? There's expectations when you have Derek Carr, quarterback. 6-10 is not That's good true. enough. Right? So you got to be a 10-win. As soon as you get there, you got to be 10 wins. That's what they're expecting. Now, yes, Gruden may come in there for a couple of years, whatever it may be. But still, the expectation is going to be 10 wins every time you see What you're talking about is the Marvin Lewis effect. Legitimately. Yeah. Low expectations equal longer yeah. tenure, Long, apparently, yeah. in some situations. Gives you at least a chance to put your, put your mark uh, on the team. I think ownership and guy, you know, I think they, they talk and that they talk until they actually. Yeah, so, so you, got, you have that and Khalil Mack. They're going to expect you to turn okay. that around. The, the Colts, they're saying, well, if Andrew Luck is playing, you know, that's the best job. Well, there's expectation there. Yeah. There's, Andrew Luck. For those first three years, went to the playoffs three times and went one round better every year. So guess what? If he's playing, now, they're expecting the playoffs. As yeah, but, but and by that's the way, too with like yes. Deshaun Watson back, obviously the Jaguars. That's 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 a, that's a tough situation. Yeah, that's you're, interesting. You're going in again with high expectation in a tough environment. Can we and bring Sessler said, in here? By the way, I see him said, behind the glass. I'd like to get his the Chicago Bears right, and that's what scares me more than anybody what? because they use the two words that every coach hates. They have young talent, oh. and they have potential. 
Those are the two words. I'm staying as far away from that one as possible because you have a young quarterback who – But you don't, don't have really an good. answer. You have no answer. I'm about to give you an answer. Okay. I say the Arizona Cardinals because the Arizona Cardinals have all the pieces around. You have a running back in David Johnson who hurt his wrist, okay. not his legs. Okay. You have a defense with Chandler Jones. Uh, if they can stay healthy, they have Chandler Jones. They had Golden. Old. They have uh, Tyron Matthew, Patrick Peterson. Peterson. You have uh, the linebacker, Buchanan. You have pieces to build around there. Right, you can. Yeah, but you don't get, have receivers. Hold on, you can go get a receiver. Larry Fitzgerald's done. Chandler we don't Jones know, we don't is know, older. We don't know if he's done. All right, but he's right. Chandler Jones. Who's is your older. QB? If you're the you, you can go get a QB and have a receiver. Oh, learn well, from Larry that, oh I didn't know they could go get one. Well, you can well, get one in free agency. There, we talked about the guys that are going to be in free agency. I guess you could trade. attract Kirk, but that's yeah, not I as mean, a, Kirk is going to. He's going to go for the money, and they have cash. I know, but they're they're legitimately five teams. I I suspect right now that think we're going to chase Kirk and we're going to go after yeah. him real How hard. Do you know He's Arizona's only land on one, one team. How do you know Arizona's not? I'm one of saying, them? but there are a lot of so, teams that are so, probably positioning things still, in such a way that. Hey Sessler, what am I doing? Here? <laughs> I wanted that. Here, here he is. Look who it is. It's Mark Sessler, everybody. I, I wanted to say Happy New Year to you. I received your tweet. I, <laughs> I knew. I knew this. I felt bad for you. Legitimately, what tweet was it? He just said to say it was it was supposed to be you know it was like faux happy new year you've been through a tough stretch because I'm a Steelers fan and I was you know I was looking for my parade for correctly predicting thirteen and three but as I said before the game kicked off in Hines on Sunday for real all the talk and everything else the Steelers did not field a real football team on Sunday and yet that was that was not enough for the Browns to get by them where do you come down on this well they're not the only you. one that didn't field a real football team that day <laughs> where do you come oh, down can I, can I? on Hugh and and the decision apparently yep he's our guy do you like this are you uneasy about it or are you downright uh against the move I'm a little emotionally dead let's start there <laughs> but I am a little concerned because it feels like the 18th iteration of general manager did not pick coach, uh, but maybe if anything, it gives Dorsey more rope to blame someone else. We know that Hugh Jackson likes to blame a lot of people on a weekly basis. I, I had a lot of hope for Hugh Jackson. I'm a little, uh, you know, depressed about the whole thing. Can I? Can I? Can I? I just there was so much made about the Detroit Lions going 0 and 16 that year, right? It was like yeah. all over the news. Yeah, and I haven't heard much of anything about Cleveland. It's it really it I don't say it flew under the radar, but it's 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 kind of like not a big. It almost feels like they've gone zero and sixteen a couple years now. But even you know what? But the reason I Sessler, the reason I think Sessler, (laughs) I'm interested in what uh, Cleveland Browns uh, fan things long suffering. You say best gig available, isn't it? Kind of clear. You talk about low expectations, and you talk about pieces that you that you get to walk through the door oh, and, I mean, and take over. Five picks. The only thing that un, uh, that undermines it is them keeping Hugh Jackson because if they wouldn't, if they would start anew, they basically then take Josh Rosen. But now that's already in question because how you, can you take the shot? Can you take jo- well, you have the shot? Uh, Kaiser sitting there, who I don't think is a abject bust. Do you? Sessler? I don't he think he's your one. starter next. You don't want him to be your starter. All right. But uh, but either way, if you take Josh Rosen, now it's already got this weird thing on it that, that he says, I don't want to be there. 
Well, he's not the first guy to say that. I know. That's right. So let's so let's let's not let's not blow that out of proportion. I mean, Eli and his dad said it. Eli had his dad. Yeah, and they yeah. forced at the least, trade. At least Josh mean? Rosen's saying it by himself. It's not like Josh Rosen's dad's like, I don't want my son. Archie Manning came out and was like, I don't want my son playing for the San Diego Chargers. Like, is it crazy. too crazy to say that a 21-year-old kid, bright as Josh Rosen is, that if he is going, we're going to build this franchise around you? Is it too crazy to hand him the keys already and say, no, all right, the, you don't want Hugh? Who, prospect who is the guy you kind of – do you really believe that? No question. If you really buy that, I believe wow. then don't you go to him and say, who do you think should be the head coach here? Or at minimum, who should be the O.C.? That's no, a lot of he power. He doesn't have that power. He's 21. <laughs> but you know what? They tried everything else. Why not try that? I don't know. Anyways, thanks for Condolences uh, to you, Sessler. On Thank you. It's over. It's over now. Now it's New Year's. No. Not to worry about it. And anymore. now they have two of the top four draft yeah. picks. Yeah, here. you're good. You should win now. And Miles Garrett, we'll who see. was – If uh, he can stay healthy. We'll Miles see. Garrett looked terrific against uh, – he embarrassed Villanueva a few if times. If he can stay healthy. Just ran past If he can stay healthy, he's he'll be fine. Really put a young. hand on Miles Garrett if you a couple don't, They've tried to build around the quarterback over and over, and if you don't find one, it's going to be 2-14, and 14, and the whole house is going to cl- get cleared up for the 18th time. Of my adulthood. <laughs> all right. We, have, so we barely you, got to all of it. There he goes. Sessler's out. He's a mic drop. He literally did a mic drop yeah. for a microphone that he's I, about to I, put I, back I, on his head If I was him, I couldn't work with seconds. Greg, with Rosenthal. You couldn't work with him. Because why, 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 right why do you want to, like, work with him? He's always on his high horse. Tom Brady's always the best quarterback. And he's got to sit across from him. He's just smiling ear to ear right Adrian's now. Adrian's my guy. I don't know. They might yeah. win. I mean, maybe they, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs might beat them. Yeah, know. you see, like he plays that kind of game, and then you're just sitting there as a Browns fan. Yeah, we'll be lucky to we'll be lucky to get by the Chiefs. We don't actually have anybody good on the team. That's probably why they're on separate ends of the desk. Where do you sit? Here. Right there, in your seat, actually. All right. That's let's, where West normally. Let's is. go, Maurice. It's well, time Colleen's for you and me to go. on us, and so is Emma B. I'm in Emma open B. pod B. relationship. Engaged now. Congrats, Thanks, Emma. the Wolf. Excellent work as always. Make sure you check her out on uh, Good Morning Football, the weekend edition, the Around the NFL podcast, the Power Ranking, so on and so forth. Maurice Jones Drew calling those Rams games. That's right. They're about to get even more important for you, Maurice. Power Rankings, all the rest of it. Players only. Don't try to cut me off with that music. You think 2018 is any different? <laughs> they think now I see Hanzus. What's going on? I came up the second floor. I was ready to spin. I'm sitting here listening to this schnook flap his gums. Is that who's he think he, he is? Is that how he talks? That's no. how he talks. That's exactly how he talks. I don't talks. know that. All right, guess what? It's been a thin slice of done here. Bye. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.